This is Camp Life, the program side. A weekly podcast for summer camp professionals. Hosted by Kurt Jackson and Chris Callow. Now it's time for another entertaining episode. Exploring the fantastical world of summer camp programming. Hey, welcome back or welcome to the Scamp Life, the programming side podcast. I'm Kurt and I'm here with Chris. And in this episode, we are talking about dangerous activities. Dangerous! <laughs> I think it was so high that the mic cut out. No one's going to hear it. Dangerous! <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's your voice. You're like, ah, ah, ah. We'll, squeaky, we'll squeaky today. We've all we've been off for like a month, man. We At have least. not done anything. We had our uh, escape room summit, and that was a lot of work to put together. And that was really fun to do. And it <laughs> um, was a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you were one of the ones who attended. Uh, hopefully you got a lot out of it. We had a lot of fun putting that together. Uh, and you know, we're coming up to summer. So Chris is really busy I, and I I've got a, my wife looks like anymore. <laughs> I haven't seen her in I've got a lot weeks. on my plate as well. And, but here we are, we're back. We're doing it again. Uh, and we're starting back. off with, I guess you just want to talk about dangerous stuff. Oh man, this is my thing. So I am a big, I think I've quoted this before here on, on the podcast. I am a firm believer that camp is a place to do things you don't get to do at home. Hmm. And so I love that. And one of my favorite quotes, one of the mom, I had it on my whiteboard here in my office forever, but one of the moms said, if it's crazy, a little bit dangerous, but thoroughly figured out, they have it at camp. Good news. And so I love that. Like mm. I'm, I'm all about trying something crazy, ridiculous, but also making sure it is safe, figured out. I mean, that mainly that it's not so much me. That's my insurance company that wants to make sure it's safe. Yeah. I'm kind of out. curious as we go through this, what your insurance company thinks about some of these. Uh, activities. My insurance company hates getting calls from me. Absolutely hates it. Every time they're like, what, what now? What are you, <laughs> what are you planning? <laughs> what are you adding? So do you Usually, have to tell them each activity you put together? Do. Yeah. Because I want to check and see. Because there's weird. I mean, we're in Illinois, so there's weird laws. I always have to double check. Um, and like, what's interesting. So a friend of mine, her insurance company will not let her do tomahawk throwing at all. Not at oh. all. Don't allow it. And, but my insurance company does. So, so but then if you, when you start doing sword swallowing, do they say, okay, yeah. your rates are going to go up? <laughs> Sometimes. It, it just depends on where it fits into. Cause a lot of things like, Oh, that fits in your high ropes stuff. And gotcha. so uh, you're already paying for that, or that fits into this and oh, you're already paying for that. Are you happy with your insurance company? I'm not. <laughs> okay. So we won't say who it is. <laughs> yeah. I am not just because of some other things. They, sure. They're just kind of a pain. I, I And that's probably every insurance company, but this is just the one I deal with. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's funny. All right. So can we start maybe talk about yeah, some dangerous because you've got some. And then I was like, well, I, I mean, there are dangerous activities mm -hmm. at camp. Let's I got a list of well, my own. And, and again, like we said, these are dangerous yet safe. So uh, there, there was a famous quote that was going around TikTok and Facebook there for a while. 
everyone was posting, you know, you let kids do dangerous things safely. That's how they learn. That's how they get to do exciting things is by doing dangerous stuff safely. And so that's what this is doing dangerous stuff safely. And, you know, you look at high ropes. I remember years ago, an insurance company came out with some kind of statistics and I was looking for it for this episode. I could not find it, but it was saying, you know, ropes, like all the activities and how many injuries for each activity mm. there, there were. And high ropes was like, really, I think it was on like on the bottom because yeah. there's so many safety precautions that we take and the yep. ropes, you know, there's all this stuff, but it has that perceived risk, right? Mm-hmm. So the kids get scared when they have to jump or do anything because it's a perceived risk. Yet you look at like camp games yeah. or sports, yeah. so many injuries, so like many number broken, one. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is true, because I have people ask me all the time, oh, how safe is the zip line? I go, it's probably one of the safest things on our property because it's inspected. It gets checked. Mm -hmm. We have to do all these rules, all this training. And like no one just goes on the zip line, but people just go and run around in the field and twist an ankle. You know, the zip line, you mentioned the zip line, because that's one of the things I had on my list. Pre-COVID, there was a couple of years where there was like a few deaths. Yeah. On the zip line. And that was because it not that the zip line failed, but it was how they got, they didn't get locked in properly or they, uh, you was, know, uh, it was user, user. error. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that's scary. So I don't, the, the element itself is fine and safe. Uh-huh. It's just that human error. Yeah. And like, that's Ew. so many things here at camp. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So zip line was my first one. Yep. Um, where I Good think one. the it's perceived risk, uh, and so much fun too. Um, and don't don't just. I mean, there's so many backyard zip lines. I see. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I think there's even a website called Backyard Zipline. Don't get get your zipline inspected. Have it installed yeah. correctly, professionally. I mean, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Do it right. Uh, number one for me, I, I just went right off the top. One of the new ones we added last year: whip cracking. <laughs> And so we did, I, I took a whole, learned how to do the whole whip cracking, learned how to teach how to do whip cracking, found out what all we needed for safety wear, which by the way, you do have to wear helmet. You have to wear goggles, uh, goggles. You have to wear denim. So we have like a denim jacket. Mm. So they, if they hit their, um, uh, like arm or anything, the denim helps protect that. Okay. And then we have a whole, like our whip cracking range is just like, you know, the rifle range or just like a BB gun range. You have a whole area and there's calls and safety things of, right. okay, are you, you ready to whip ready? You know, and whip on. <laughs> so did to... you, did you, um, is there a website where you found like a, here's all I, the safety precautions. No, because there's. Yeah, there's nothing, there's not like there's a, hey, whip cracking for camps website kind of thing out there. And so I end up, I talked with people that did it yeah, um, and, and kind of went through that way. Like, what do I need to know? People that teach it for like circusy things and stuff like that. And that's kind of how I found out everything. I so, should write a program because I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. There's no one else doing it. And I can I can then at least provide camps with that cool thing. But yeah, at the very minimum, write write a blog post for yeah, me and I'll, I'll put it on the I website. I'll put that on my to-do list of all the free time I have right now. <laughs> right. No, I like that because when I was at your camp, you know, I tried it out. It is not easy it's to not get easy, that crack. But um, it's addicting. 
It, yeah, it is. It's like, I'm going to try it again. I want to, mm-hmm. oh, I got it that time. Let's keep going. And there are different sizes of the whips, right? Yes. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah. is, yeah, funny where you buy whips too and things like that. Right. Uh, <laughs> I just brought, um, I was doing a, a chapel message at a school. And so I brought my whip just to kind of like, oh, here's something you can do at camp, you know? Oh, so I was in their gymnasium. Oh, boy. Oh, man. That whip echoed and that was beautiful like and i was like mm, i hope like other people at the school like was that a gunshot was there a gunshot? oh yeah seriously right so loud i mean it was amazing and that's where when <laughs> the place we actually do it at camp we i mean we picked it because it's a good spot to have it where there's enough space but it also where it echoes in the valley yeah and so it just sounds amazing when you whip it down there i'm sure once you did in the gym the kids are like i'm signing up for camp right now where do i where <laughs> so I, <sign?" laughs> I actually got a phone call from several moms like so the entire fourth grade class has decided they want to come here <laughs> right. i'm like yay so you know i i talked about kind of like games and sports and really the, mm-hmm. that's where the you know, those are like what all camps do and you don't need to do any special uh, precautions for it. It's just (laughs) playing games and sports. And that's where the twisted knees, twisted ankles, the scrapes, the bruises, the knocked heads together, Mm -hmm. the, like the ball hitting you in the head and so much can happen. And that's so many injuries and, but we don't think of it as dangerous activities, but I just want to point that out. But so a great example is was super popular a couple of years ago on Facebook, the hungry hippos game. Have you seen that? Oh yeah. You're like right. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. We're going to do that's a great rainy day activity. Well, I'm not thinking it through when you run out there and you push out there in the middle, everyone just bumps their heads into each other. Right. Right off the bat. Or another one that was super popular a while ago was the slip and slide, like baseball. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh my good. How many we tried that? I'm like, nope, because everyone's slipping and falling mm-hmm. and getting hurt. And so, yeah, yeah that's true. Watch out. Kind of look through those. <laughs> Every time I somebody will tag me in one of those, still like they'll find it, and I'll be like, nope, tried it, got hurt, decided not to do it again. Yeah, we so. had one, I, and I saw it on Pinterest where the two kids stand on milk crates and they do a tug of war. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that looks like fun. Let's do it. Those we did it on grass. Yep. Um, I don't know what even if you didn't like it, it's going to slip, basically, whatever surface it, it's going to be on. And so they're pulling and they're they're kind of backing uh, mm-hmm. like their their body is, is pulling and the milk crate just slips right out. Kid oh, yeah. fell and knocked his head on the ground. I was like, we're done. Yeah, that's it. I can't yep. imagine like, yeah, I guess we can have them wear helmets, but still, I mean, it's not, it's not worth it. And well, yeah, I can't see super competitive kids that are in it to win it. I mean, even oh, on yeah. some of our, our team building courses, a normal, I feel like a normal me, I would just, Oh, I'm falling. I'm going to step off. No, those competitive no. kids, they're going to fall in the face because they are hanging on until the or very they're gonna, last they're going to be like, okay, I'm not going to win. I'm just going to drop the rope and make them fall. Yeah. You know? So, and so that's, yep. yeah, you it's just unsafe. So we decided, nope, that is bad. And every time I see it, because every once in a while I'll see it on mm-hmm. uh, Pinterest, or I'm like, oh, please don't do that. It's horrible. Um, all right. So, yeah, I mean, we talked about sports. That wasn't necessarily yeah. my second one. My second one is woodworking. And I woodworking is you always, yeah, you, you hear about uh, 
oh, in high school, the teacher mm-hmm. lost his finger. Or how many high school woodworking <laughs> teachers are missing fingers? Right. <laughs> All of them. I don't think you can. Or, that's like how you get hired. How many fingers you got? Eight? Mm, done. You're in. You're, you're in. You're in. So woodworking, I know there are camps that have woodworking programs, uh, but even if you're whittling with a knife, man, they're so easily cut yourself. So yeah. I think that's that's a dangerous activity. Next up for me, archery dodge or archery tag, or yep. I don't know what everyone's calling it today. Archery tag is the official one that's out there that's copyrighted um so this is another one of those if it's done well it's safe but again you have to make sure it's done well you got to wear the face mask um make sure your arrows and your um stuff are taken care of and and they're not broken or things like that um i know when we first looked into ours i kind of ordered several different arrows just to see like okay what do i want and there was one arrow i'm like i really liked it the the end screwed off so if it broke or something all you had to do was buy the little padded part like cool then i can just buy that that's cheaper than buying the whole arrow and i just screw it back on except i noticed when we were kind of playing with them it like it wasn't super tight and so it started to unscrew Mm. and all i could think of was if a kid grabbed this and didn't like double check and make sure it was screwed on, they shoot it across the front falls off. Now you're actually shooting a real arrow at someone, you know, I'm like, so that was, we decided like, no, I wanted my ends connected, but even, I mean, we just played it the other day with a field trip group and there were some, you know, we had to go through like, ah, this foam is getting too torn up. We need to, you know, retire this arrow. You know, did you buy, you bought your stuff from where? Yeah. A company in in china yeah so it wasn't like archery the archery tag we can't do so archery tag did some new rules where like when you could you buy a license but then they will only sell license to a certain area and so someone else in our area oh, has it interesting and so we couldn't do archery That's tag because dumb. yeah well it makes sense because if you're buying a license you kind of buy license for that area. So then you can rent it out to everyone and you make the money. And so then I, you won't have somebody right next to you also having it and doing a little bit cheaper where they make the money. So it makes sense. I get it. But yeah, well, we were, cause in- I was, I was saying, I know their stuff is, you know, it's made specifically for that. Mm-hmm. So, and I think what happens with a lot of these activities that are quote unquote dangerous is that they become dangerous when camps go the cheap route. Yep. You try to save money and they don't get the quality equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. So uh, even the LARPing arrows, they have some of those and like a couple of them have like a round end. Well, those are meant to go faster and harder, not have a safety where they hit you and feel safe, you know, like right, they don't hurt. Right. So, yep. Exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't have. So you had tried it, but you don't do it normally the archery mm-hmm. oh yeah we do okay. we have um we in fact this year we're changing it up a little our younger campers it's so hard for them they yeah it's, it's just a difficult game and so one crossbow. of the things yeah there you go. one of the things we're looking at this year i bought um i bought a duck costume and i also like the rubber or the inflatable duck like rafts or whatever you'd wear in the pool right right and so our counselors are going to put them on and the younger campers get to go duck hunting Uh, so the counselors will kind of go back and forth like a a game while the campers stand there and and shoot the archery tag arrows at them gotcha so what about like for the younger one especially what about like nerf 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you could easily do that. Like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool. I mean, it's another investment of money and supplies. Sure. But sure. All right. So my next one would be anything with wheels. Wheels. So we're talking mountain biking. We're talking mountain boarding. We're talking unicycles, right? I mean, you rode a unicycle. Like that I'm cool. Like it could be kind of dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, definitely. I can't. I've fallen so many times right? on my. I think cycle. all, you know, I've I've broken a number of bones. I uh, had some fractures, and most of them came from bicycling, mountain biking, mm-hmm. and it's. I mean, those are dangerous activities, but they're fun. Oh my goodness! They're... Mountain boarding is a blast, but I am too big of a chicken. <laughs> I went slow <laughs> down the mountain. What's your next one? Next one I have is aerial archery. And so this is where the target goes flying through the air and you shoot it down. And so definitely a dangerous activity. If you are not, you know, it very much like skeet shooting or something like that, you got to make sure your, your arrow is aimed at the target, not aimed at a person or. or wait, wait, target. so aerial archery, you're shooting at what? A target that goes. So we have a, uh, uh, a it's a, like a skeet shooter, but you put a, a big round oh, foam target okay. in it. And, you know, we pull and it throws up in the air and then you shoot it down. And so we always have to go over and over again, like every now and then there's a misfire. So when it pulls, maybe it just rolls across the ground. It doesn't go up in the air. It's, it's rare. I think once, twice a summer it'll happen. But we always have to tell the campers, like when that happens, if it does not go in the air, you don't shoot at it because it might roll near, you know, if it comes towards them or it goes near the right like staffer that's running it. And so it's definitely could be dangerous if they don't follow the rules. Same as with skeet shooting or anything like that. Cause I was thinking um, with archery clout where you're shooting for distance, a target mm-hmm. that's on the ground way far away. Um, that yeah, you no, these... kind of make sure no one's in the way for that. That's right. <laughs> these don't go, the arrows only go about, I don't know, 10 yards or so. They don't go very far. Yeah. 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 So. All right. My next one would be stilt walking. So the, the reason for the stilt walking is because you are strapped into those stilts, even if they're the small ones, they don't have to be really high, but there are those smaller ones. And if you start falling, you can't can't really catch catch yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Next on my list is all of our throwing stuff, like the tomahawks, the throwing knives. I mean, ninja stars. They're sharp. They're sharp weapons that you are throwing. And so, uh, you definitely have to make sure you have the whole range set up correctly. It's it's set up way different than any other BB gun range or things like that. You have a one person only kind of range mm. that gets to go at a time. You know, there's a safety zone. You have to make sure the targets are far enough back. You have to go over the rules because um, if they throw it wrong, there's a chance it could bounce back mm. and, and things like that. And so, yeah, you have to go over that. Um, I actually, is it, um, it's Drew Demery does an entire he's from i think it's that summercampguy.com but he does all of the training for tomahawk throwing and stuff like that and he goes he does very very well at that does he still so do the training i know he got a job as a camp you know i don't know i don't know um yeah. he's he's the only one i know that did it <laughs> so yeah yeah we had him on the podcast a while ago yeah yeah um, talking about it but so sure. look for our tomahawk throwing episode and yeah uh, there's another one that is kind of was gaining popularity at some point was the parkour. 
or the free running <laughs> parkour, parkour. I know I always think about that too. <laughs> um, but yeah, doing the parkour is, you know, you jump wrong, you're slipping, you're yeah. falling, you're hitting your head, you're breaking an arm, you're twisting mm-hmm. an ankle. Uh, but that was, that was gaining some traction oh, yeah. for a while there. Uh, and I think it's always, it's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I, that's not a me thing, but yeah, yeah parkour and that, that could be dangerous. I'm not sure what insurance will say about that. Yeah. I mean, as long as maybe you're not jumping from like building to building, like they kind of do in the cities. <laughs> right. <laughs> might be okay. Uh, next on my list, blow guns. Obvious, obvious danger here. COVID. Just sharing COVID. Uh, right. The- <laughs> Just blowing it out there. No, um, we have, so we have the blowguns. We are not going to use them still again this year. I don't know when they'll ever come back uh, because of COVID, but um, our blowguns, we do have the, the blanks. I don't know what you'd call them. They're not, they don't have the points. So whatever oh. the little things that come out, they don't have the big long needle. They're just the, essentially the fletching is what we're shooting out of the blow darts. And so they, they are fun. They're a blast. Um, if you use real blow darts, they, I mean, it's a, it's a needle. <laughs> it's essentially what you're shooting out. Um, I don't know how much it would hurt, but I've shot them through stuffed animals. So I can only imagine oh, wow. how much they would hurt on skin, but we used to do the, uh, the, um, I say we used to, I think one or two weeks we did those marshmallow PVC blowguns. Remember those? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there was more than a few kids that would put the little marshmallow in there. Oh yeah. And then breathe in mm-hmm. to blow out and then almost choke on the marshmallow. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our guns have a little, and the mouthpiece has a little um, piece of plastic, so it can't come back. It can only go one oh. way. Oh, that's so cool. That's helpful. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I talked about parkour. Uh, and so the kind of taking that to the next level are these ninja courses. Mm, I right? The American ninja courses. Yes. And uh, I know you wanted to do one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would I think, have had one if 2020 had not happened. We were working <laughs> our way towards it. So I think those can be, those have to be built properly. I think, I don't know if you can just kind of try things like, okay, we're going to kind of wing it to yeah. make this so obstacle happen. What we learned because camp good news had an old, before I was here, it was already gone before I was here, but they had one of those old school obstacle courses that every camp built in the 60s had i'm pretty sure you know the the net you climb up and you go over the wall and things like that that was built by volunteers and a bunch of old guys that started the camp kind of thing and so i mean several years before i got here it the insurance company essentially told them they had to take it down oh, and wow. they had to have one professionally built right if right, they right, right. wanted it ever done again and so that's when we were looking at doing the ninja course that's what we decided there was a company not far from us that does you know low ropes high rope stuff and so that they would have built the course for us all right uh next on my list is crate stacking this has gained popularity over the last couple of years but you're harnessed up in a uh, full body harness your blade and then you stack milk crates and try and get up to a certain height and then you fall over essentially is how it ends <laughs> but um, this is another one of those you, I mean, we have ours inspected. Our whole crate stacking system gets inspected when our, our ropes course and our zip line get inspected. 
And so you do have to have it inspected. You do have to have somebody trained for belaying. Um, we, in fact, this last year got an auto belay um, just so it cost about three grand, but it was, you know, anywhere we can kind of get rid of any human error. Wow. Um, we wanted to do that. So we paid for the auto belay because it will always, I mean, it catches you no matter what. <laughs> so, and, and it has to be inspected every year at $200 a pop every time we have to send it in to get inspected each year. And, but yeah, it's fun. I like it. So it's like one person can do it at a time. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And we, so we've done when uh, in 2019, we had two belayers. And so we were doing two at a time. And it was, I mean, it was cool. It was something different. Um, when we went to the auto belay, you can't do two auto belays right next to each other. And so you're only allowed one. So we decided we'd just go back to one. The other thing I like about the auto belay versus the other way, and, and my zip line guy prefers it this way too. The normal way of crate stacking, you're actually attached in the back. So when you fall, you do kind of fall face first with the auto belay and the new way we're doing it, you have to be attached in the front. So when you fall, it's just like a zip line almost. You fall bottom first. Right. So it's a little, I feel like it's a little safer. He agrees with me. Um, my insurance didn't change my price on it, yeah. any, but they, uh, Interesting. I, I like it a little bit better that way, but. All right. Well, my next one is poi spinning. Not spinning. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> poi spinning. Mm -hmm. P-O-I. Poi spinning. Yep. And uh, if you're interested, look on YouTube, you're going to find a bunch of videos on it. But basically, it's kind of like a rope with a ball at the end, and mm -hmm. you have one in each hand and you spin them. And you can even put those balls on fire, light them on fire, light yeah. them on fire and start spinning. And uh, it's something that some camps have tried out that are doing, uh, but you can definitely hit yourself oh, yeah. um, and uh, all kinds of stuff. But Poi spinning is something that if you're looking for something new, uh, check that out. I like that. That's a cool one. Next on my list is fire starting. Oh. And so we do with part of our STEM and outdoor ed activities, we teach campers how to fire start with the flint with um, even just using a, a magnifying glass or we have a, a mirror, um, concave mirror that we use for solar starting, things like that. But obviously anytime you start a fire it's dangerous and so making sure you kind of built your little area around where the fire is going to go you have water to extinguish the flame things like that but yeah and plus it's also dangerous because you're teaching children how to start fires have you uh the rope darts have you heard of rope dart and you put those on fire so it's like a, a rope it's a weighted rope and you kind of spin it around and you kind of kick it it's a weapon um, but you can also make really cool, uh, you can, you know, the photography where you do the letters and stuff like yes. that mm -hmm. and slow, you could do that with it. But that's another activity is look into the rope, rope darts, darts. Um, check that on YouTube. And okay. that's another dangerous activity you can do. I think maybe just the staff can maybe do a like I presentation have or dangerous something, but... activities. <laughs> <laughs> if i need to add any oh i've seen these yeah i know what you're talking about okay you looked it up there how how do they i would just kick the point that's what i would do i would be like and now i've impaled my foot so yeah i don't know <laughs> the, these are activities uh camp augusta in california do these and i got those the ideas from them and they got pictures mm -hmm. on their website it's pretty cool i have juggled tennis balls on fire oh just straight with my hands 
What? And so th- this was in college. Do you so, put like gel on your hands or just you just do we it? didn't we didn't do anything safe with it at all. We just <laughs> decided as long as we moved fast enough, we wouldn't burn ourselves. And so, but you I mean, you burn all the hair on the back of your hands. And so like we we recorded it and watched in slow motion. Well, every time it hits your hand, the fire actually goes around your hand. Oh, like, and so it was like, well, cool to watch on a video. And yeah, it burned all the hair off. My, but as long as you move fast enough, you wouldn't. You wouldn't uh, do that. We would uh, inject the tennis ball. I, I should not be telling people. How Don't to do try this, this at home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we would inject them with water because the first couple of times we did it, like they'd start melting. Okay. And so we, we filled them with water on the inside so they wouldn't melt as fast. But that's you crazy. Just, you light them on the ground, pick them up and start juggling as fast as you can and and then let them fall again. <laughs> so don't don't burn yourself. Things I, I don't know how we do. did not burn down our college. <laughs> right. We should have all the dumb stuff I did in college. But next on my list is something we are actually starting this year. And it was an idea that came from a camper. And I really like this idea. But is lightsaber training is what we're going to call ours or essentially fencing with lightsabers. And so I did get uh, special like sparring lightsabers. They were $70 each. They're kind of pricey. We'll see how they do. Um, from Ultra Sabers is the name of the company, but they are meant to fight with and spar with. Like it's meant for, I guess, like Star Wars LARPing. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, hold on, hold on with the price. Now listen, how much did you spend putting in your crate stack? Oh, a ton. Right. How much did yeah. you spend yep. putting in and your all pot? of that? Like $70. Yeah. It sounds like, Oh, it's a lot for a saver, but really in, if you're doing a whole program and you're spending yeah. a few hundred dollars, maybe 500, that's not mm-hmm. a lot. Well, here's in the fall, Kurt, we'll have to do a follow-up episode. Uh-huh. Um, and I'll let you know if the $70 was, Hey, this was okay. <laughs> right, or right. Mm, they, they made it through one week of camp and broke. <laughs> So, right, that's true. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. The jury's still out. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I I'm nerdy and I'm I know some of my counselors are nerdy. Mm. And so we will be the ones out there sparring right. a lot with them. And yeah. So but I'm excited for that. But again, it's still you can hit your hand on the hilt, things like that. You can accidentally hit somebody when you're sparring. Yeah. You know, if you don't block it correctly. So but yeah, I'm getting a whole uh, learning a lot about fencing right now and trying to find some interesting stuff about fencing. Okay. Um, because all I, the other, I know stage fighting. And so right. that's kind of what I'm going to be teaching how to do the stage fighting. Yeah. And so that way, you know, it's, it's perp- Everything is purposeful. It's not actual sparring. You're not actually trying to win. You, you know, who's going to win ahead of time. Cause it's all a stage and all. So are you thinking that's what you're going to do with the kids is, is like mm-hmm. almost uh stunt coordinator action yes. scenes yeah kind of thing and that's make cool. it more like that that's kind of my plan more than fencing which would be cool to like even if you said okay we're gonna take our the the phone and video this mm-hmm. and you need to set up a scene and maybe you go over to this area you jump on a rock and oh yeah you, you do your scene that's, that'd be fun i'm, I'm hoping because we do a skills time skills time we spell it with a y and a z just for oh fun. lord but <laughs> the and i want to add that in our media director i want her to teach some video editing so they would mm-hmm. video the lightsaber fight and then throw in the actual lights you know throw in some lightning and some maybe uh some force things like that yeah 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 um, that's oh. my 
plan we shall uh, we'll do a follow-up episode in the fall and see what <laughs> all happens. all right i love that Let you know. i love that uh, my last one is also something new we are adding this year called the slack line um slack line is essentially a seat belt <laughs> like a giant seat belt that you use as a tightrope and so you would string it between two trees and then you you do more than just tightrope walk um, in fact, if you Google or YouTube search Slackline, you're going to see people doing like where they bounce on it like a trampoline and do flips and things like that. And like, there's this one I've seen this ladies in high heels doing. It. I'm like, what? Cool. Like that's, I can't even walk in high heels and she's like jumping around and all the stuff, but I mean, Slackline has been around for a while. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And there's, there's a, I mean, I bought one that's officially, it's like a ninja course is what's called Slackline. And so we're going to ratchet strap it between two trees and enjoy the kind of trying, trying out, out something a few new things this summer yeah well we're getting back to normal this summer is kind of our goal <laughs> so right. i want to i'm trying to track the kids back so fair enough well any last thoughts on uh these dangerous activities uh no no i mean i very much kids doing dangerous things safely i think that's yeah. a cool thing at camp being able to do that offer that stuff um, so that they aren't doing it at home and getting hurt and, and things like that. And so it's very, it's just cool. So, so something, something I want to try here. If you have any comments on what we talked about and you want to give your two cents, give me a call to my Google voice number oh. at 407-710-8770. And leave a voice message. What's that number again, Kurt? That number is 407-710-8770. And if you call uh, right now, you can give two comments for the price of one. Right, but wait, there's more. There's more. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, comment, you know, leave it, leave a comment and uh maybe we'll play your voicemail on a future episode <laughs> and uh talk about it for a second or who knows? It'd be fun to hear so from you. Excited. Yeah. I'm calling um, in. Hey, this here <laughs> is Fred. <laughs> I'd just That's... like to say that Kurt guy, he's kind of weird, but man, Chris, he he makes the show. You just uh, offended me anyone named Fred. Give me, my cousin's name is Fred. Give With me that number that. again. I'm gonna write it down and call. Does it tell you who you're calling from? <laughs> Are you gonna know it's me when I call? <laughs> oh, I'll know it's you. Oh, I'll know. <laughs> Oh, too All funny. Right. Cool beans. Well, next week we are get, getting into one of the dangerous activities a little bit. We talked about ropes a little bit. And so next week we're going to get a little more about ropes and some team building resources. Uh, not so much covering activities, just where you can get ideas for ropes huh. and team building stuff. So tune in next week for that. Cool. All right. Until then. And from around the campfire, <laughs> this is Kurt and Chris. See ya.